Welcome to the Intellectual Freedom Podcast. Here we analyze politics, culture, technology, and society at large through the lens of critical thinking and open-mindedness, not demagoguery and partisan hyperbole. I'm Dr. David Hopkins, Humanities Professor, your host and guide. So without further delay, let's get started. We all, at some point in our lives, went through a relationship hell. Some have unfortunately gone through it many times. Relationship hell is the worst thing, right? There's almost no nothing so deflating as that sickening feeling in the pit of your gut when you know, for whatever reason, that amazing, that vibrant, trusting relationship is dead. Poets, songwriters, artists, movie producers express this most basic and common of human emotions all of the time. It's just a part of life, a part of life that stings. We remember it vividly. That relationship that was compassionate and became then ultimately became laced with anger. That relationship that was supportive but became very destructive and a source of love and happiness that just became toxic. Suddenly, what seemed to be working so well isn't like that shiny car that you get that's oh so lovely that new car smell you drive it off the lot bliss joy pride and then a few years later it breaks down and you're calling it every name in the book as repair bill after repair bill leave you just enraged at the lemon you purchase but it was oh so great when it started and then at the end you're thinking how did i get to this deepest ring of hell Some relationships are troubled from the start, and we know it, but the deeply dysfunctional ones, the ones we get subtly and unwittingly enmeshed in, they have this potential to shatter our lives, tend to start off really smoothly, often dreamy at the beginning. You know that feeling, oh, I'm just so lucky. I've actually found the perfect partner who loves everything about me and thinks I have no faults at all. Then it falls apart and there comes a point you need to walk away from that toxic relationship. America's relationship with the mainstream media has become toxic. It is time en masse to end the relationship. There is no amicable resolution in the current state. No unjumping off the cliff in mid-flight. The news media, as we had known it, is dead. This is the thesis for this podcast today. There's no more making excuses for them. No more hoping for change. People do this all the time to justify staying in a relationship long past the time to leave. Let's just stop the boring, obvious, the media is biased mantra. To say this now is such a Captain Obvious statement, it isn't even worth mentioning anymore. Lamenting the obvious is getting us nowhere. The media, you and I, watch is worse than biased. It's downright evil in many ways. Being biased is how they choose to present news. That, that, that's all one thing. But breeding hate and division in society... That's a whole different level of sinisterism. We're bordering on state-run propaganda machines that we see in Venezuela or China. Whether the news be liberal or conservative, while we still have a chance to cut them off at the knees and neuter them their power, we need to do it. Americans interested in unity need to stop drinking that poison daily. 
the relationship with media is toxic. And for your health, my health, the country's overall health, it's time to stop consuming their product. Cold stop. I mean, cold stop. Recently in the news, we all heard the story of this group in Michigan attempting to abduct and possibly kill the governor or even possibly attempt to storm the state house. Where does this level of rage come from? How does such hate get fostered and fermented and built up? The mainstream media is not the only cause, but you can be sure it is a big part. Politicians just shame on them. Social media, shame on them. The FCC, do we even have an FCC anymore? Is there anyone anywhere monitoring anything in the media at all? My goodness, since the removal of the Fairness Doctrine in 1986-87, which, by the way, had a Republican president and a fully controlled Congress by the Democrats, these quote-unquote media outlets are regulating themselves? Where is the oversight of this hate-spewing partisan crap that they're putting on TV all the time? What a joke. Okay, let's just end the rant there. Here's the cold truth. You turn on cable TV for news, but you don't get news. You get propaganda. Stop consuming it. In China, they're fed a healthy dose of state propaganda every day, too. Same as in Venezuela or Iran. Stop consuming it. So let's return to this theme for a second of a toxic relationship. What are what are factors that are important to, to ending toxic human relationships? And, and let's just for fun compare that to our relationship with the mainstream media, whether cable TV or print media or, or any of their derivatives online. Now, some of you may be saying to yourself, oh, there's just no way I might miss something. How will I stay educated on important current event topics? Stay up with the goings on. I'm, I have a solution for you. But for now, let me, let me just say this. Your local news is still usually pretty well balanced. I say this as I don't even watch that anymore. Is any local goings on? I can just grab them online at, at sources that that just pr- publish current events for my city. And that keeps me up to date. All I need to know about my local news. So just like that toxic relationship, you know you should leave, but you keep hanging around. Let me just say there are other fish in the sea and there are better options. You can upgrade your love relationship as you can upgrade your news consumption relationships too. But let's get into it. First of all, you know a relationship is becoming toxic when it becomes ridiculously tedious. Be honest. Do you ever actually really ever hear hard-hitting news on TV? Or do you just hear over and over and over again the same partisan spin? The same name-calling, the same bashing, the same demonizing, the same fear-mongering. And it never resolves itself to anything else. How often is that breaking news ticker at the bottom of every cable news station actually really breaking news? For the conservatives, be honest. Does Sean Hannity ever bring new stuff or diverse opinions to the table? For liberals... 
Does Rachel Maddow or any of the other liberal fire breathers like Lou Lemon on CNN ever actually admit to anything wrong with the liberal agenda? Or is it the conservatives and Trump responsible for everything bad that has ever happened in the world today? Vice versa, it works the same way. This tediousness demonstrates closed-mindedness. Do you really want to have a relationship with a tedious and closed-minded person? Of course not. So why do you mindlessly watch it on TV? Another thing, a dysfunctional relationship is often laced with blame. Everything is always the fault of the other side, and I mean everything. Dysfunctional partners avoid accountability like the plague. The funniest thing in the mainstream media, can you look us dead? They, they literally will look us dead in the eye, and they will tell us, oh no, we are not biased. Even Fox News with their famous, quote, fair and balanced station. None of them serve the public. All of them have a profit motive first. Thus, they have no choice but to blame the other side. Can you imagine for even a second what would happen to Sean Hannity's audience if today he went on the air and endorsed Joe Biden? He would probably be off the air by the end of the episode. Blame. It has to happen. It always happens in the mainstream media. Do you trust a person who is always blaming somebody else for everything? It's never their own fault. They won't even admit the obvious right in front of them. So why do you accept this from your news media? Another one. Dysfunctional relationship always has tension. Even when things are good. When you're in that relationship... You're just waiting for that other shoe to drop. With any good period of news, everything is inevitably darkened by fear of the bleakness and the blackness you know is coming, no matter what you do to prevent it. Breaking news on coronavirus. The worst is yet to come. Let's talk to a doctor that predicts another 200,000 deaths in the next month and a half. The worst is always yet to come on every topic from the mainstream media. Jeez, why always every day does the mainstream media do this to us? You know why, and so do I. They want us, they need us glued to that idiot box with blustering bobblehead personalities that are just pontificating constantly. Tension is good for business. Happiness is bad. We turn off the TV and we live our life when we're happy. When there's tension and drama and anxiety and unknown, then we watch TV. The mainstream media, they make money if you watch them. They don't make money if you're content and just living your life. We all know that person. Never fully happy. Always worried. Always mad. Always on the edge. It's hard to be around that for extended periods of time. And we separate from it. There are people that no matter what will find the negative in everything. I know here in Tampa, when the Bucks win, there is always a segment of the fan base. It's, well, yeah, we won today, but we didn't do this, that, or the other. So probably we're going to lose against this team if we don't do that. The entire season, it, it's just going to be a waste, even when we're winning. The mainstream media does this to you every single day, yet you keep going back for more. Why? Another one, toxic relationships, they breed uncertainty, hopelessness, and anger. 
Like that toxic relationship where you never know what you will get when you walk in the door. One night your partner is sweet, kind, and forgiving. The next, you can do no right and you're manipulated. Sometimes the person makes you feel like crap about yourself or pushes your buttons to get you angry so that you're kept on the edge and you're constantly worried. Funny, before I completely swore off cable news, I was flipping through channels and I stopped on a story about riots in Portland and the conservative host was speaking about the horrific performance of the Democratic mayor and there was a picture of the burning building with looters in the upper right-hand corner. In tiny font, you could barely see it, were the words, footage from June 2020. That was almost five months ago. Now, this isn't to to deny there have not been riots, because obviously there have been many riots in a number of cities. But why are you flashing visual images of breaking news in Portland riots and showing pictures and video of things that are five months old unless of course you were really trying to highlight your story and breed anger uncertainty and drama the cable news porn to breed negative energy in the viewers is actually rather despicable detestable in your real life would you foster a relationship with someone who has a goal to make you angry, anxious, and feel hopeless about the world around you all the time? No, of course you wouldn't. So why are you watching, reading, listening to the garbage that they're throwing at you all day? Toxic relationships also, they breed frustration and hopelessness. Despite your best efforts, when you're in that relationship, you're always butting heads and you can't work with your partner as a team. If you try to do something, you're attacked. You just leave frustrated on all kinds of little small actions. Let me ask you this. How often after watching cable news do you turn off the TV feeling refreshed, invigorated, thinking positive about life? Or do you leave frustrated, worried, angry about the direction of the world? It actually is a pretty rhetorical question. I would guess 99% of the population don't turn off the news thinking, Wow, the world is such a great place. I sure love the direction of the world is heading, except for very rare, very brief moments, tiny snippets in, <laughs> at a time. You know you do this. You still say, I just can't believe how, bi- un- how biased and unfair the news is. Well, it's time to believe it. It is true. Your partner, the news media, they've cheated on you. They said they were going to deliver the news to you, and they did not. They're peddling propaganda instead for cash. They're feeding a market demographic while telling you they're providing you news. What they're doing is just like any TV sitcom or reality TV show. Now, if your best friend saw you in a dysfunctional relationship, that friend you have that you know you can trust that's going to tell you the truth, they would tell you to drop that toxic relationship and get over it and move on. I'm telling you now, drop this relationship with the mainstream media, get over it and move on. So how do you step out of this relationship though? I mean, it's hard when a relationship ends. It leaves a gap in your life. It leaves a void if you remember when that's happened to you and you need to fill that gap. And in fact, when it comes to the news media, 
We all need to fill that gap of how and where we get our news. I would never suggest you have to disappear to the mountains, become a survivalist off the grid. We all have to uh, have a life to live. And the question becomes, can life be lived off of mainstream media consumption? And the answer is, yes, you can. I know you can because I'm doing it right now and have been doing it. But there's some things that you have to do to make this work well. First, you need to seek out news sources. Search for impartial, unbiased news sources. And there are a bunch of them out there. Do not go to Google to find them. For goodness sake, never use that ridiculous, biased search engine. It's using algorithms of everything in your past to feed you everything you see. Right now, at the sound of my voice, if I had a conservative listener and a liberal listener on listening and on their computer and I told them to search right now unbiased news sources, their results would be vastly different. Scientific studies show this. So you need to use browsers like DuckDuckGo or StartPage or even download, use those search engines or even download the the Tor browser. There are many, many ways to get actually unbiased search, but you got to use it. Do not use Google for that. When I use Google, I'm usually looking for a restaurant or something local or I like Google Maps. I think it works the best, but I never, if I'm looking for news or looking for facts, I never use Google. It's just way too biased. But there are many, many sources catered specifically to providing news that are that is without opinion. And that's what we need. That is how we get free from the mainstream media. If you really want to get conservative opinion or liberal cons- opinions, and you know you're seeking opinions, there are other websites that are outside of the mainstream media that can give you that opinion that that meets your perspective, whether it's in politics, culture, life, whatever it is. But I recommend staying off CNN, Fox, all these mainstream media sources, because the more you stay off of them, the more they feel the financial pinch. The more they feel the financial pinch, the more they may change. I personally doubt they will ever change ever. But when you seek online, don't, for example, don't just give up the mainstream cable TV and then go to Fox News Online, for example. Well, that that defeats the point. So make sure you seek those things out. Also, get your another way to do it, get your news directly from the source. Listen to an actual speech. Listen to the congressional hearings. Read the party platforms. Read the data released on the economy. Let's face it, any buffoon, myself included, We can get jobs data if we want to know what the economy is doing for free online when it's released. And and we can read it without any blustery hyperbole from the right or the left on how great or how terrible it is. Chop out the middle middle person, the mainstream media. Another one, just stop participating in mean-spirited, angry online debates. Block, screen out, ignore. The blustery know-it-alls online intentionally seek out, search, click on impartial news sources. If you do use systems that track algorithms, Facebook, uh, Instagram, all those have algorithms built in there. 
the algorithms of these social media giants, when you pull news, they're incredibly sophisticated. And just as they can trap you in tribalism because you only read liberal stuff or conservative stuff, if the algorithms see you seek out impartial and balanced news, those algorithms will start to feed you information that meets this new way that you're accessing information over time. So if you block noisy, obnoxious people and only like, comment, view, positive stuff, impartial stuff, you can actually use those algorithms to your advantage. Most people get their news online now anyway. So make sure what you click when you're in Facebook or any social media and what you like, you start to feed yourself unbiased stuff. As you foster this new personality online and the algorithms start to detect it, there's a new set of information that's going to be fed to you through your news feed. And when you seek out actual live information from real primary sources, you will not even miss the mainstream media. Now, you could argue with me, look, you're asking me to seek out uh, economic data that's going on with jobs reports. I, I do not have time to do that. I, I have no time to look for that information. What I would say is, oh, really, you don't have time to get that information on your own, but you do have time to spend an hour or one or two hours to stare mindlessly at obnoxious and unbiased and biased propagandists talking on cable news. How about you do this? That time that you were spending just staring at that TV, sit down with your laptop and seek out real information. I bet you'll spend less time on it and I bet you'll get better information at the end of it. Let me tell you, for, for me personally, I've detoxed immensely from the mainstream media. And my perspective has changed dramatically. We actually took a vow in our house to just stop watching mainstream media cable news. They don't have the same hold on me. I'm not enraged at them for not delivering news anymore. I don't even expect them to deliver news anymore. The talking heads on cable TV are not even journalists. They're TV personalities. They're, they're, they're reading teleprompters. They're not unbiased. They're not impartial. So when they tell me they deliver news to me, I just smile a bit condescendingly. Uh, and I think to myself, sure you do. Sure you deliver the news. Uh-huh. When I hear a bombastic rant of end of the world if this, that, or the other happens, I smile, shake my head, and think, yeah, sure thing, sure thing. I'm, I'm not controlled or influenced by the words they say anymore. They can't even make me angry about how biased they are. I say this confidently because, well, I, I simply don't tune in, sit down, and watch it. Finally, outside of just the news, just surround yourself with positive media in general. Just as nasty, obnoxious, name-calling, angry news is contagious, I would argue the positive, uplifting, uniting news can be just as contagious. There are news sources out there on the internet that deliver daily happy news or apps that seek this out and deliver it to you. Don't waste so much time Dredging the sewer for mainstream media news. Find sources designed specifically 
to deliver positivity. This doesn't mean we pretend the world is all sunshine and rainbows. It is not. But still, switching perspective and filling your mind with uplifting news makes breaking away from all the ugliness much, much easier. Or hey, maybe even better than just consuming mainstream media news, just go for a walk or read a book. You know how I advocate how significant reading is. Or go visit a friend. Just being unplugged completely could even be the best solution of everything. No matter what you do and how you do it, Killing mainstream media consumption will pay huge dividends to your psyche. They've convinced us that they are oh so important. But just like that toxic relationship, that it, although it's hard when you break it off, in the long run, it can be the best thing that ever happens to you. Because really, you don't need them. You're better off without them. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. I hope you found value in this topic. Walking away from the mainstream media is a step we in America need to consider doing. If you can go cold turkey for an entire week, then look back on it and see what you missed. You may just find the only thing you missed was anger, frustration, and resentment. Remember, I generally publish new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. So if you click like or follow, you'll be alerted when new episodes come available. Until the next episode, I hope you have a wonderful week.